Greetings, and welcome to this edition of Faith to Live By, where each week we explore current events from a biblical and prophetic perspective to learn how God wants us, His children, to respond. I'm Pam Christian, your host. Today's podcast is part three of my interview with Prophet Amanda Grace. If you did not hear parts one and two, I recommend you do. Part one was posted on August 31st and was titled, Imposters in the Church, Your Time is Up. And part two posted on September 7th and was titled, The Restored Ecclesia is the Arch Enemy of the World Economic Forum's Great Reset. And today you'll hear part three, which I've titled with a question, Will You Be Part of the Triumphant Church? If you've listened before, then you know every week I seek to help us discover and live in life-giving truth. We all want truth. Every single person wants to live their life on the basis of truth. No one wants to be lied to. Not even a pathological liar likes to be lied to. And as more and more people are waking up to the truth, learning of those who have continuously lied to us in an effort to advance their own agenda, which is to position themselves as supreme with all the authority and power, including over the weather, the Earth's natural resources, the population, the governments, the banking systems, the military, and even communication systems. These same self-appointed people seek to have control over our human rights, our freedoms, our bank accounts, our income, our social interaction, health, and even our personal allegiances. In fact, just this week, we learned 35 Trump supporters were subjected to raids by the FBI, and there's concern that even more homes and offices are targeted to be raided. Former advisor to President Trump, Steve Bannon, was among the 35. He was arrested and charged by New York state officials for allegedly partaking in a scheme connected to a private border wall construction effort on the U.S.-Mexico border with other sundry charges. Bannon has pled not guilty and has said the experience of being handcuffed marked one of his favorite days. Bannon was interviewed by Charlie Kirk, where he provided his whole take on the matter, and I absolutely love his response. This is an interview you'll want to hear, so I have a link for you in the show notes. In reality, these raids are the deep state's evil effort to instill fear into Donald Trump supporters and into those who would challenge election irregularities right before an upcoming election, so they can continue their control of the election outcomes. But the people are aware of the corruption within our government. Those who seek to obtain tyrannical control over the masses are being forced to realize their plans are falling apart, and in response, they're doubling down and using more force and deception. However, their schemes are not only failing, they're bringing about destruction within their own ranks and files. People who were once fully protected under this corrupt cabal seeking to create a one-world government are now seen as dispensable, and some even a hazard to the success of their plans, meaning higher-ups are turning on the lower echelon cronies. Some who realize their wicked plans are failing are scrambling to resign or retire in an attempt to disassociate themselves. And some are in so deep, they're taking their own lives in an effort to escape the consequences. We are living in exceedingly wicked times, and I don't think a single person on earth is unaware of the battle between good and evil that's being played out on the world stage. Prophet Robin Bullock said in a video dated September 6th that we have transitioned into a time of an all-out war between God and Satan with the people of the earth caught up in the battle that has intensified and will continue to increase over the next few weeks. I believe the increased intensity will last through the end of September, taking us through the high holy days of the Hebrew calendar. 
I've shared before that in 2019, when I sought the Lord about the year 2020, he was very clear that beginning 2020, he would be revealing all manner of evil to reveal the truth and give people a chance to repent before he intervenes to correct the evil. Some time after that, I realized that we are in a three-year plan of God's. Beginning 2020 and continuing through most of 2022, God would be exposing evil, giving people a chance to repent. With the months of July through September 2022, leading to the apex of opportunity to repent. After that three-month period, I see the opportunity to repent for those God has been dealing with to come to an end. That's not to say things will be noticeably better by the end of September, rather that just the intensity has peaked. Beyond that time, God will still be working and we will still be witnessing and experiencing extraordinary events. We will be on the descending side of the apex where we will witness God's massive cleanup efforts. We will see God's restoration in some situations in an instant and in other situations over a period of time. Adding to what I've discerned from the Lord, Many of the prophets I glean from are sharing that God has been exceedingly long-suffering and providing people in the wrong with multiple warnings to choose to get right with God, that they have been warned that their deeds will be judged, but they can still save their eternal souls. Repentance will save their eternal souls, but God will still hold people accountable for the wrongs they've done. Many think simply by resigning their posts, they will be spared the consequences of their deeds, but that just isn't so. Prophecies have warned we should expect to see an increase in resignations and even deaths, because God is removing evildoers from their positions. Some deaths will be by suicide, with the individuals aware they cannot escape the consequences for their actions. Other deaths will be by the way of God sending the death angel, as revealed through Kent Christmas. With the sobering reality that God has declared judgment will begin with the house of the Lord, 1 Peter 4.17, and a sense that the time for repentance is rapidly coming to a close, I posted my interview with Prophet Amanda Grace on August 31st titled, Imposters in the Church, Your Time is Up. Then on September 4th, I watched the video of Kent Christmas giving his prophetic word that he posted on September 3rd. It's an extensive and powerful word. You'll want to hear it for yourself, so use the link in the show notes. But in part, Kent explained, and I loosely quote, The death angel is headed for the house of the Lord, because judgment begins with the house of the Lord. You will see platforms with musicians and singers who have practiced sin without reverence for my presence, who know they are unclean, fall dead on the platform, as Ananias and Sapphira did. The men people looked up to and said they were fathers, but they were not. I will uncover what has been hidden for decades. Men who lie dead in the ground now will have their true reputation made known. Judgment that will begin with my house will finish at the end of 2022, and the angel of death will be released to the nations and walk into the government houses, secret places, and dens of demons, and the hand of God will be released. A very powerful and sobering word indeed. Because of the specific news sources I follow, I know God's judgment within his house has already begun. It's not for me to name names, but for God to bring out the truth in his time. With his judgment having already started in the church, then we should expect to see his judgment also administered to those who are not of the church, just as Kent Christmas prophesied. You may have already seen the headlines about the CFO for Bed Bath & Beyond, Gustavo Arnell, who had only been with that company for a couple of years. He jumped to his death from a high-rise building in New York, 
He had apparently been part of a scheme to inflate the company's stock by regulating insider sales, which resulted in a $1.2 billion lawsuit filed on August 23rd. His death leaves majority shareholders and billionaire Ryan Cohen, who allegedly concocted the scheme that also involved money laundering, responsible. We can only hope Gustavo Arnell sought Jesus before taking his own life, and we can be confident that Jesus gave him every opportunity to repent before his life ended. As I've already said, people who have been involved in wrongdoing will be held accountable by God for their deeds, but they don't have to lose their eternal life to hell. Let's be in prayer for these precious souls. Also in the news, Queen Elizabeth died at age 96 on September 8, 2022. Julie Green has had many prophetic words about the death of the Queen and how we'll learn her death was not according to God's plan, but the evil plans of men, and how God will expose and deal with the evil within the monarchy. Prince Charles has long been known to be in favor of the World Economic Forum's effort for a one-world government, which God has clearly said he will not permit to be established, not at this time. And I've been among those who have stated the enemy tried to advance God's timeline to establish his rule, but it will not happen. Instead of Klaus Schwab, Yuval Noah Harari, and Bill Gates seeing their great reset, they and the rest of the world will see God's great setup. We must continue to pray for people to repent, while also thanking God for dealing with evil for our benefit. Another story in the news comes from a four-term Democratic Arizona lawmaker who unexpectedly abandoned his post, leaving voters only one option. Representative Diego Espinoza had just won the Democratic primary for a state Senate seat last month. Now he won't be on the November ballot. You might remember Arizona is one of the key states in question for wrongdoings in the 2020 presidential election. Based on prophetic words from several of the prophets specific to the truth being revealed concerning the presidential election, I think this is just the beginning of a massive movement among wrongdoers to distance themselves from illegal actions. The current headlines only serve to reinforce the many prophets through whom God has been speaking to help us know he is intervening in our behalf, and even as we witness horrific events, we must take comfort in knowing God is behind all we observe and experience. And the prophetic truth my guest, Amanda Grace, brings today is no exception. A little about Amanda Grace, she and her husband Chris operate an animal sanctuary through their ministry called Ark of Grace. You'll hear the birds in her office chirping throughout the podcast, which is always the case when she appears before her audiences on her video podcast. Amanda is a regular presenter at Clay Clark's Reawaken America Tour and recognized as a prophetic voice that God has raised up for these very days. Here's part three of my interview with Amanda Grace. Yeah, we're definitely in a time when God is showing us evil, preparing us, giving us an opportunity to, to repent and to choose, as you said, whom we will serve. Mm-hmm. And we're still having a lot come out about the 2020 elections. There is mainstream media still trying to say that it wasn't stolen, but God is exposing evidence that it was. What would you like to share with my listeners on that topic? You know, it was October 6th, 2020, where I gave a word from the Lord. It was before the election. And in that word, the Lord said there would be a clash of the titans in Washington, D.C., the likes of which had never been seen. Historic, says the Lord of hosts. And with clashes come casualties. And you will see those exposed in both parties 
for being liaisons for wicked interests of foreign entities, both parties. And then he said, and a core will arise, a core that stands for truth. My truth, says the Lord of hosts. <laughs> that word was for now. You're seeing that clash now. You're seeing the core arise and you're seeing mm -hmm. these clashes that are not only exposing that many of these people that help steal this are involved with foreign entities that want to see this country destroyed, but it's exposing too just how deep the rot goes in Washington, D.C., and it's a clash because you have a core arising for truth. You see, you don't need a majority to defeat a corrupt system. You need a minority that is faithful to God because God is the great equalizer. So if you have a minority plus God, you're the majority at that moment. It doesn't matter how much they have on their side. The Lord only needed 300 people with Gideon to defeat 147,000 Midianites because 300 plus God is greater than their 147,000. And that's the mindset we have to get in right now, even with what's been stolen. You know, the Lord says he'll restore the years that the locust and the canker worm and the palmer worm have eaten. And they have been doing this back 20 plus years, stealing. At least. And it's all been shown. And they've been sowing, stealing year after year after year. Now here comes the harvest. Here comes the harvest onto them to be given their wage from everything they've stolen. And I believe there are revelations to come out with the election that still have not been discovered. Mm-hmm. There are revelations to come out and agreements that were made and, and contracts that were signed and companies. You see, everyone says Dominion, Dominion, right? I think there are shadow companies behind Dominion that were using it as a front, kind of like the mob uses a legal business to do illegal things. Okay, we're looking at the same thing here. Mm -hmm. um, so I believe there is way more revelation to come out with the election and really how many deals with the devil these people made to try to steal this. Mm -hmm. Do you have any sense of timing, uh, Amanda, as to when we will have more or have enough, I'll put, say it that way, where we will have enough come out that we can really make a turn? The timing of this is going to depend on how many people turn to the Lord and the leaders who have been stolen from, how much they surrender to the Lord's unique and unconventional plan. Because the Lord has a unique and unconventional plan to bring this country back. Mm -hmm. But the leadership that's been stolen from has to put surrender to it because it's going to feel foreign to them. It's not normally the way they do things. But you got to do it God's way in order for this to turn. Now, I believe you will see something major happen around the time of the Jewish feast this year. I have felt the same way. You will see even more come out. You will see the scales tip even more. You will see even more uh, pressure applied to the courts. You will see great falls in the fall 
happened. That was in a word I delivered from the Lord on August 2nd. He talked about these falls that were going to happen in the fall, and then some would linger in their seat a bit longer. Um, and then they would fall. So I would look, I would look around that time of the Jewish feast and then January as well. Okay. That's coming to me now, January. I've definitely sensed that July through September, and I, I took it up to Rosh Hashanah in my mind, was going to be a time of great intensity. And then you are adding to that, that we will see people fall in the fall and then taking us into January. Now, I think it was President Trump who said that when somebody steals jewelry from a jewelry store and the thief gets caught, the jewelry has to be returned. And of course, the analogy there is that if the election was stolen, then he's our rightful president and he needs to be able to be restored as our rightful president. Yes. Do you see that happening? I mean, I, I hear a lot of talk about him running in 2024 and I I take exception to that. I personally, spiritually take exception to him having to run again. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting sometimes the Lord, the way the Lord does things, but the Lord may make him run this race again. So he runs it the way God wants it run this time. Mm -hmm. Not that it wasn't run that way before, but the Lord's making some um, edits, we'll say, and adjustments. And this period right now is all about getting those he's anointed ready to run the race that is set before them. Now, maybe a special election. Mm -hmm. You may end up seeing a special election. You may end up seeing an overturning in a, in a special election that is historical in this nation to happen. But nonetheless, they have to run the race that is set before them mm -hmm. for the Lord to restore them. If we, if we go back to, and I'm going to be talking about this, Solomon and Adonijah, right? Two kings in one nation. One was legitimate. One tried to steal the crown, right? What happened for it to be overturned? Because remember, Adonijah was declared king, David sick in bed. Nathan, the prophet, takes action. And what does he do? Goes to Bathsheba first. And he says, you are going to listen to my instructions because your son is supposed to be the rightful king according to Almighty God. And Bathsheba goes in first and says to David, Adonijah is now king. And, you know, she goes on and on. And who comes in right after her to affirm this? Nathan the prophet enters, right? And it's a whole process to get David, who was the judge of the land, to understand the picture that there was a false king put in place that overrode the wishes of the people and almighty God. And David himself had to muster up the strength and the courage to put on his crown as weak as he was and to walk out there and anoint Solomon king and do it before the people brazen in the face of the false administration. This is where the judges of the land come in. The judges of the land enter with the prophets. And this is what we're seeing. There's a lot of activity in our courts right now. And there's even talk about trying to get Judge Clarence Thomas removed. There's a lot of activity in both the areas of our judges 
and our prophets. You even had a dream recently about President Trump, and you shared that in one of your recent broadcasts. I think it was on the 18th of August. Can you talk about that? Okay, so the dream was I was in an, a very nice office building, and down the hallway to the left in a very big office at a very large desk was President Trump, and he was wearing his same kind of dark-looking suit, you know. Um, and I was taken back to the beginning of the hallway again, once the Lord allowed me to see that. And somebody hastily, now this is the key here, jumped the gun hastily handed me this huge plate that was packed to the brim with rich, heavy foods, filet mignon, mashed potatoes, heavy gravy. It was like to the brim of the plate and it was heavy. And they said, here, bring this to him. Hastily, not even considering it, not even considering there's too much on the plate, not considering nothing. And I hesitated to bring it. Then all of a sudden, to my right, a chef appears in a pure white coat and they're cooking and they stopped me and they pointed at the plate and they said, this is not what he needs. And they handed me a white plate that had a well-portioned amount of rice on it and what looked to be pot roast over it with some gravy. And they said, this is what he needs. Now go give it to him. And I began to walk down the hall with this plate of food and I woke up. And when I woke up, uh, Barbara, my godmother, helped me with this dream because she's very good at them. The Lord has given her a gift in it. So she's very good at helping to, to break down what's going on in a dream. But if you look at the two plates, the first plate, there was too much on the plate. There was too much piled on the plate of everybody giving him what he thinks he, he likes, what they think he needs, what they think he should have, but way too rich, way too filling, can't easily be digested, right? And then you've got the other plate that said, this is what he needs. Because what we want and what we need many times are two different things. And the Lord's going to give you what you need first and what you want after. And so... That plate that had the white rice with the pot roast on it and the gravy, what is pot roast, first of all, and rice? It's a comfort food. Rice is easily digestible, right? And it was, an, it was well portioned in the plate. You know, it, it wasn't a ton of food, but it was just enough. That represents what he needs spiritually right now, that he needs to be comforted. He needs to be filled up with, with something he can digest that is well proportioned to his faith, that is well proportioned to his life. He's not being fed all of this rich heaviness that he can't digest. Right now, they need comfort and they need to be built up in the Lord and they need the word constantly spoken into them. And that's what that represents. That's what he needs right now. He doesn't need all that. Everybody at this person that hastily gave it to me really didn't know them because they hastily gave me something that he would not eat much of. He would not digest well. And there was just too much on the plate. This was a very well proportioned, you know, amount of food. But that represents his life, leadership, leadership spiritually what's going on in the family 
And I was given a direct order. Now go give it to him. This is what he needs. And you're going to give it to him. He doesn't need all that richness right now. He needs this. This is what he needs to be built up right now. This is what he can digest. So is this talking about him having deceptive advisors or egotistical advisors who really have their own agenda that are trying to help him in what he's trying to accomplish? I think a lot of them are trying to benefit themselves above actually um, helping the nation right now and helping this family um, become all the Lord has called them to be. Um, so I think it does. Yes, delicate dainties. Beware of their delicate dainties, for they are deceit. That's what that plate represents presented two of that rich heavy ridiculous amount of food mm -hmm. um there was some meat on the other plate right so you mm -hmm. could give some spiritual meat but it was very well proportioned and it wasn't a lot and there was more rice than there was meat so you know it represents the fact that what they need spiritually right now is a well-proportioned amount of meat from the word, but comfort also to build them up. So they have the courage and the perseverance and the fortitude in the grace of God and through and by the grace of God to keep going in the call they have been um, anointed for by God to do. Mm -hmm. So these people that are acting hastily are giving him something that is too full that he can't digest and that is going to weigh him down. Let's put it that way. And the fact that you were told to go give him the plate that was well-proportioned and what he needed, mm -hmm. do you see that as God putting you in a position to be one of Trump's advisors? You know, if, if this is what I say. If the Lord has decided that, then that's up to God. If the Lord decides that and he ends up opening a door or, or something becomes of that, okay, then, then I'm going to have to walk through that door. But I, I, you know, right now I say that that's in the hands of Almighty God and his plan and what he wants to do. And if he opens that door, he opens that door. When? It's up to the Lord. So that's how I leave it with that, because I have to walk the path and, and, and run the race that God has set before me. And I have to do it in his time. Mm -hmm. So all of that, if God has willed it for my life, that'll be in his timing. Mm -hmm. And getting back to something I said earlier, you, you are among the people who have not compromised and will not compromise. So you would definitely be of the ilk that the Lord would want to send to President Trump and the other leaders and pastors and people in positions of influence in our nation. We need integrity now more than ever in my lifetime. Again, I'm, I'm very privileged to have you on the program and for you to share the wisdom and insight God's given you. We need to wrap this up and I'd like to ask you to have the last words. What would you like to say at this point, Amanda? I would like to tell everyone out there to right now, and there's a verse in Isaiah, I think it's Isaiah chapter 40. Fear not for I am your God. Behold, I will strengthen you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand, says the Lord of hosts. This is not a time we should fear. We should have a healthy fear of God. But we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. And we should not fear a defeated foe. We have the authority. And as the church, we have to start acting like and operating in that authority 
instead of being the defeated church and the defeated body of Christ and the defeated children of Almighty God, we should be the triumphant church, the triumphant body of Christ and the triumphant children of Almighty God. And yes, we are at war. We are automatically at war with the kingdom of darkness when we become a child of the Most High God. There is no in-between. It happens. We are automatically now at war with them. And we need to understand that we are in a war, but we have a good God that is leading us and guiding us. And you need to open yourself up to him more because you are limiting yourself by closing him away from you right now because of things you are afraid to deal with, because of steps you are afraid to take, because of doors you're uncomfortable walking through because you want to stay where it's comfortable. Let the Lord take you where it's uncomfortable right now because he needs you out there as the body of Christ being raised up to affect change in this country to deliver it from the hands of the enemy. Well said. Well said, Amanda. Thank you so very much. I look forward to you coming back on the program in the not too distant future. And may we all be in prayer to undergird the ministry that you and your husband and the whole team at Ark of Grace do. Thank you so very much. Thank you. We have a wonderful team and praise the Lord. We truly try to follow the Lord. Um, and so none of us are perfect, but, you know, we certainly try to stay in our lane here with the Lord. So thank you very much. Absolutely. Amanda's instructions for us not to fear the enemy, but to have a healthy fear of the Lord and for us to act on the authority and power we have in Christ to be the triumphant church, God's triumphant people, is what I pray each and every one who hears this podcast makes a point of doing. Next week, I'll help us learn what we can do to act on the authority and power we have in Christ. I think we could all use some specific encouragement and direction right now. And just think, if each and every one of us did what we are called by God to do, what an impact we would have and how quickly we could see God's will done on earth as it is in heaven. To help you confidently purchase goods and services you need while supporting the financial needs of this podcast, I've been vetting different potential affiliates. I don't have traditional commercial sponsors because that would mean they have the say in the program content. Instead, I seek affiliates who essentially pay me a commission for each sale I bring them, and that keeps me in control of the podcast content. This is yet another way I seek to demonstrate integrity for you, my listeners. So I ask you to use my affiliate page link to listen to the interviews I've conducted with the vetting process. Of course, you still need to do your own due diligence to make your own decisions. But to help you, I am researching companies, interviewing their representatives, and providing you with a journal of my own personal experiences using their products and services. And when it comes to your health, I want you to know about Infinity, a company dedicated to helping us detoxify our bodies and get to an optimum and healthy weight. I've begun using their products, and I especially like their detoxifying products, and I really love their Java Boost drink. Check it out on the affiliate link. And don't forget about Operation Tomahawk. It's an excellent program that I'm using, and I encourage all my listeners to do the same. Get your household and healthcare products from an American-owned and operated company that are not made with genetically modified ingredients or with toxins. Listen, all the major corporations, I'm talking about Frito-Lay, Procter & Gamble, Johnson & Johnson, and the rest, are owned by the same three financial institutions, and they all have the same method of operations, to sell us products that cause problems, then sell us other products that are marketed to solve the problems. This evil system has got to be stopped. If just 25% of all Christians stopped purchasing from the woke corporations, 
we would hit them in their bottom line and create a demand for change. And this is what we want to see. So let's put our feet to our prayers and spend our money in ways that will make a kingdom difference. Again, use the affiliate page link in the show notes. And don't forget about my own award-winning books available from my website. When you purchase my books, products or services, or products and services from any of my affiliates, you get something you want. And at the same time, you support me. It's truly a benefit for us all. So shop for yourself or shop to get gifts for friends and family. Your support is greatly appreciated. And when you purchase from my web store, be sure to use my promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, use it at checkout and get a 20% discount. I sincerely hope you appreciate my dedication to you through these podcasts. Let me know how this podcast impacts you and what you're now doing in response to the equipping you receive through me. My email is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. If you like the content and resource material I bring you with this podcast, you'll find much more by connecting with me through my blog. In fact, my blog has been awarded two unsolicited awards for Christian content. And I'm also very active on social media, evidenced by the fact that I'm still on LinkedIn lockdown. I can't wait to get that account back, so pray for me about that. But follow me on social media because I cover much more there than I'm able to on the weekly podcast. And also, be sure to check out my dedicated podcast listeners page called Beyond the Podcast. Here's where we can connect exclusively, and you can download complimentary devotionals, resources, and more. And on that page, I also ask you to help me know more about you and what you want by completing the form, which is visible once you scroll down that page. I also invite you to subscribe to my complimentary bi-monthly e-newsletter. As a subscriber, a first-time subscriber, you can choose one of three gifts I offer in appreciation for your subscription. And depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, Please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people, and it helps spread the gospel and helps people learn how to best apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember, Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him.